we have established that you are technologically not capable uh, of doing it. Yeah. Capable of any technology. Hello and welcome to That Sound, the podcast which explores the inner workings of Sheffield's music industry and the people who keep it running. My name is Rosie Knapp and I'm joined by my co-hosts Amy Varley, Aaliyah Dublin and Connor Newbit. In today's episode we discuss Sheffield's music history and speak to record store owners Marco Rico and Zhang about the changes throughout the years. Hi guys, how is everyone? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So today I thought we would talk about Sheffield music history. So famous artists that have come from Sheffield. And there's a lot of, well, there's a couple that I didn't actually know came from Sheffield at all. So like, it's going to be like a fun fact with Rosie. It's fun facts with Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) So like when you think of Sheffield artists, who do you think of straight away? Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, 100%. With the horizon. Don't know. I'm trying to think. Who else? The smaller ones, Floodhounds, Harry Larkin. She's got her indie knowledge there. Did so. you know Human League are from Sheffield? Yes, I did know don't that. Don't know who I they just, are. Yeah. You don't you know, know Human League? Don't, don't you want me, baby? Don't... I didn't know that. And also, another one I didn't know was Pulp. Oh, did you know? All right, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. I don't think I knew until this, did one member of Pulp die recently? I only found that out. Could have happened. Then. Yeah, could have happened. I feel like oh. people don't talk about that. Like, I would say like Pulp are bigger than the Arctic Monkeys, and I don't know why they don't. Mm, if you know, if you think of Sheffield bands, they're going to say Arctic Monkeys first. But I get what you mean. But that's only because they're. This sounds horrible, but still relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I would, Do you know I what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I know. Releasing new music. Let's Have we got that. anyone else that's from Sheffield? They were the big ones. They were the ones that um, shocked me more, I suppose. I can't believe I didn't know about Pulp or Human League, though. You've been yeah, under that's a rock, what I mean, yeah. I feel like people don't talk about it. Like Actual, So these, these famous artists, majority of the songs are about being working class and that kind of vibe. And I just didn't yeah. know whether that was like a Sheffield thing, like yeah. a proud... Oh, 100%. Yeah. That could be like a north-south divide thing because like back in the day when it was Oasis versus Blur, it was like Oasis, obviously Manchester, Blur, I think London. And that was like, they were middle class, they were working class and it was like that, that was where the competition came mm. from. So I feel like maybe it's north and south. But do you, do you think that makes them more popular in a, se- popular in a sense though? Because like... I mean, you know what Southern people are like sometimes. No offence to the Southern people in the, uh, the vicinity. <laughs> but I feel like that is part of like the appeal of them. Yeah. I, like, I it, it seems like otherworldly to like people who don't understand it. Like the like derelict buildings and Yeah. And also if you think like of anywhere that you're from or like even just us being students in Sheffield. If a band got that big, as big as like Arctic Monkeys are now, around us, people like who we know have gone through the same experiences experiences as us, massive like I don't know you'd you'd have like massive respect for them and appreciation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We are now going to hear from Marco Rico and Zhang, who own LP Records in Sheffield City Centre and have over twenty eight years of music knowledge. 
how do you find, sorry, the Sheffield like music scene at the moment? Weird. Uh, crap. It's, I want to say crap. Have <laughs> <laughs> some etiquette and decorum, one of you. Know? <laughs> It's hard, it's hard, it's an odd one that just because when we get customers coming, mainly mainly girls, everything's Arctic monkeys, Arctic monkeys, and <laughs> I can't stand the band. It's really hard to gauge the Sheffield music scene. There are little bands popping up. I think I don't know if the Sherlock's are from Sheffield. Mm. A new band that's popped up seems to be really really massive now. Is it is it Raytons? The Raytons. Oh yeah, because yeah. they've gone from playing O2 Academies to uh, the arena. Another Yorkshire band. There is, I think, there is a Sheffield connection. They're called Working Men's Club. I've heard a bit of their stuff. Quite like it. It's it's, it's very sort of electronic, but with guitars as well. But how do you gauge the Sheffield music scene? Because the Human League's yeah. been around for for a long time. Haven't seen too. Uh, and there's there's probably bands that I don't even know. Tell you the truth. How do you find all the people that are coming up in the in the Sheffield scene? Right, I've got this beef about six music. I've really fell out of them a little bit, but that's where I, I listen to so much stuff. Um, it doesn't really get grey until probably about 4pm. I'll never look at the time. Oh, shit, it's 15 minutes time. So Steve Lamack yeah. is on at 4 o'clock. His show is grey, apart from he might play the occasional hip-hop record, which I'm not into hip-hop at all. Uh, and then at 7 o'clock, a guy called Mark Riley. The guy is so knowledgeable and so listenable. And, you know, he's teaching me things and... I feel like I know a lot, but I don't know it all, you know. Every day I'm, I'm still learning stuff, um, not just about music sort of UK-wide, but definitely uh, the north of England. Yeah, sorry. The reason why I said at the moment Sheffield music is big crop is comparing to 80s, 90s, all that. The 80s yeah. nice. yeah. was really, really good. Yeah, the reason why I came here, I got offer from UCLA, all that kind of university in London. But why I chose to come to you know, uh, Sheffield University, the main reason, apart from the major all that, is I love Sheffield music. Although around that time, I didn't know much about ABC or Human League or Clock DVA, but I knew pop. I'm not so yeah. pop. We're common people, aren't we? Yeah, common people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I'm not into bread pop so much, but... yeah. Interesting band, and uh, because of them, I got to know Sheffield. So I expected much more about Sheffield music more than time. I, I think also the, yeah. with, the, with, the, with the problem that we have got, and I've, I must express my very strong feelings regarding this, is that yes, I'm a Sheffield man, and I love Sheffield, and the band, all the bands that's connected to Sheffield, uh, apart from Arctic Monkeys, uh, <laughs> and I've I've been on a, a few times on BBC Radio Sheffield having this conversation. In the, I've gone in the studio and had a, had a chat with the lads. But do you think that for a city so big, we lack uh, decent venues? Yeah. I'm about venues like, uh, there's Leadmill down the road, which is an okay venue. It's not bad. We've got the Foundry. And we've got the Corporation, which has really gone down the pan. It's not like it used to be, where they used to get some really quirky bands. But... And the Sheffield City Hall, which is a beautiful uh, building, uh, but they just have shit bands and shit artists on. Uh, Auto Academy. Auto Academy. It's okay as a venue, but if you look at what's on there, it's very poor, unless you want to see Antarctic Monkeys or the Smiths. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, there's another one who's coming up, Death Funk, they're coming. Uh, <laughs> and the network, which used to be the plug, 
not much is going on there, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, and for a city so big, uh, we need more. And the famous of music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even Sakamoto traveled from Japan here mm. just for electronic music city. It's a long way to come there, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think you're interviewing me. <laughs> record store day. That is tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of things are you doing for record store day? Uh, we will open the door and let people in. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Because uh-huh. you know we, we stopped doing record store day in 2017, I think. Wow. Uh, we started doing it because he's, he's, he started in 2009 mm. and I didn't know much about it because it, it all started that in uh, in the US. So I jumped on board in 2011 when, when when we opened up here and I was a bit nervous about it because, you know, you're buying brand new stuff, one-off releases that will never be released again. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it costs a few quid and I was, so I, I was quite nervous. Year after, I pumped quite a lot of money into it. Uh, it was successful. And then the year after that, the list got bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, we we we're made aware first what's going to be available before, let's say, you guys. And the list just got bigger, and the the majority of the artists, I didn't even know them. I had no idea who they were. So you can't lay money out on a band when you're having to pay like £14 an album to sell for 20 quid, and it might not sell. So I, I was really, really, really careful with that. I tried to get an account with Universal Music, because yeah. uh, I knew that that's where all the good stuff would come from, like David Bowie, Prince, yeah. etc. And this really snotty woman from London, Shandy Drinker, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she says, oh, well, uh, if you want to have an account... You've got to spend five grand. I says, forget it. Goodbye. You know, and there were a few companies like that, not as bad as that. Uh, and then this particular occasion, I, I, I spent, which is a lot for a small business. And uh, I, I don't mind sharing it with you. I, I spent about six grand on, on, on brand new vinyl. Oh. And I was absolutely crapping myself thinking, if this, does, if this doesn't sell, mm. I'm in trouble. And two grand of that money wasn't even mine. A friend lent me a couple of grand. Anyway, on that day, I don't mind sharing this as well. We took about two thousand nine hundred, so it was a big. <sighs> then, you know, say probably on a Sunday and a Monday and Tuesday, you'll get your stragglers come and say, "Have you got this? Have you got that?" So you'll sell a bit more. And then when I realised that most of these record shops, even that shop down the road, which is crap, uh, all they, they were all listing their stuff on eBay at uh, midnight. Um, you know, when you sign up for Record Store Day, you have to sign a declaration saying you won't put anything online until seven days after yeah, the event. Yeah. And they were all doing it. And I thought, maybe I'm too bloody honest. You know, so that yeah. was it. You know, I managed to rake the money back bit by bit by bit and sell it stuff cheap just so I could pay my mate a couple of grand and make a bit of a profit. But I thought, mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to have a bloody heart attack. It were horrible, yeah. so I thought, I'm done. And now it's just got bigger and bigger, but not in a grand way, just very expensive. Mm. And you guys who, you know, who, who would be buying records from wherever, you know, what would have been, say, 22 quid or 24 quid of five, six years ago, it's 35 and 40. It's wrong, because this yeah. is for RSD, 
it's for independent record yeah, yeah, shops. Yeah. Bloody greedy about it. Yeah, it is a struggle, isn't it? Especially when you get like, I mean, I started collecting records and then sort of stopped because you, like you said, you get into forty-five, fifty pound for a single record, and yeah. it's just not sustainable. No, it's not. Um, what's that poster behind you? Yeah, this I one. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a Stephen Rhodes one. That one. Oh, I like that. Can I have it? <laughs> I've, I've got about three more if you want one. <laughs> Put one through a letterbox. I will. I'll bring one. Yeah. All right. So, you know, regarding Record Store Day uh, tomorrow, we'll just be us normal selves. Yeah. And open the door, mash a cup of Yorkshire tea, have a biscuit, and try meet some great people and sell some records. Yeah. That's it. And also, Record Store Day, what I want to tell these guys is so this a few years records became more popular and more po- popular in china and the more people go to know about records or they all this kind of stuff and i got some messages through red book ask me to do records study just like that uh, red books like uh, uh instagram, instagram. Facebook. Instagram, yeah. Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so anyway uh they still have some record study is so you know uh amazing Mm-hmm. And uh, for about uh, independent records, stores. It. but it's, it's now the truth is not like that anymore. It's it's, it's not like it's not that exclusive anymore at all now. You know, I, used to, I felt so proud in the first few years of being yeah. part of it, and you'd get because our neighbours around the corners, uh, BBC Radio Sheffield, they'd come round and make a big fuss about it. The big BBC vans outside, the crowds were great. And I felt really, really proud. Yeah. And then yeah. I just switched off when it got bloody expensive. It's more like a money game now. It's a record. Yeah. Has there been a dip within sales or are they becoming more popular? What would your outtake on that be? Bloody hell, there's a dip every week. You know, it's <laughs> like, it, it's true though. You can have a really banging day. Yeah. And then the following day, no bugger comes in. It's like now, the door's unlocked. And whilst we've been talking, that one person's walked in. It's, it's, it's a weird one. because And I do try my best to work things out. Um, you, I mean, our worst time definitely is... Uh, from end of May till September, and you the know students. why. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a yeah. killer because we don't just lose the students; we uh, we lose all the admin workers as well from the the offices and the university and stuff. Yeah, it's it, honestly, I've asked, I've been asked this question many times, so I haven't got the answer because it's so difficult to work out. It's, it, it is it is like a bit of a roller coaster. You never know. You never know when you, you your next day is going to be a banger or not. Mm. Like last Friday, last Friday, two guys came in. A few guys came in actually. Within half an hour, they spent one hundred and seventy quid. Wow! And the, the weather last Friday was awful. Uh, mm. Today we've had bugger all this afternoon. Yeah. So you can, it's so so hard to gauge, and it can be a little bit disappointing because when you know your stock yeah. is really really great, and yeah. I'm proud of our stock at the moment. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you think, shit, what are we doing wrong here? And um, so it's, it's businesses in, in general, as you know, whatever business uh, at the moment, it, 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 it's tough everywhere. Yeah. Would you say that's the biggest challenge within owning a record store? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, I'm, I'm paying you bloody bills, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's a challenge. And, and also now is that, you know, obviously I mentioned the other shop down the road. Uh, but as you all know, in Sheffield, there is probably five record shops, I think. 
Um, so that is is it's just more competition. I think with us, competition, the good competition is helpful for us, but now it's for one more young people uh, are interested in records, but most of them they they are more interested in new records and uh, let's say yeah. i got so hundreds of messages from chinese guys all that about uh, oh how to say that feel hip-hop hip-hop yeah yeah yeah. Hip-hop, oh, like, yeah. Kind of yeah yeah so anyway they want that kind of stuff and uh, the reason why they want that kind of stuff is not for listening it's for uh store reach them and then sell them when the price go higher so it's like yeah, buying uh our stuff or whatever. Make the music is not music. Make records is not about music. And make records become a kind of you know market or business or whatever. But we we are record shop, we have record shop. It's our business. But we want to bring the records back to music, not mm. to like uh yes. That yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, we all we, we all we all want to make a profit, but obviously these these young guys are out there. They're they, they're buying your your little your little golden nuggets like your hip hop stuff and yeah. sitting on it and selling it. And it's, they're not they're not coming in to embrace a record yeah. shop, really. Um, you said earlier that you think the issue with Sheffield's industry in particular is the venues and the fact that they don't. Do you think that's because of I suppose the the student population as well? Do you think they just kind of pander to what, like you said, what they think is going to make them money? Rather probably. than yeah, the, the, yeah what is good in the grassroots of it. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, it's hard to nail this one because I've been, I've been ranting about this for for years about why we're not getting what we, we should be getting in Sheffield, and you know, like well, as you get the old two in Leeds, you, they might get. There's a band I'm not particularly keen on, Wet Leg, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'd probably play Leeds, but they wouldn't play Sheffield. Yeah. So all your sort of top bands like. Although self esteem did two shows at uh, Oto Academy, but that's because she's a Sheffield lass, I think. Yeah. If if you just look at the Oto in Leeds and compare it to the one in Sheffield, it's just it's embarrassing. Yeah. Some people yeah. just forgot about Sheffield. It's, no, it's, but it's always been that way. I mean, in the eighties, it was yeah. a bit different because they, we'd get a lot of uh, a lot of punk and electronic bands yeah. because they, they knew the Sheffield scene was was great yeah and and but the the scene in leeds and i, I go to leeds quite a lot the music scene in leeds is not particularly that great at all mm. you know and mm. it hasn't got it hasn't got a particularly great reputation even though it's a big city whereas uh sheffield has like you know like manchester like liverpool but these ven you know these cities like liverpool and manchester and nottingham which is not a massive place mm. they are getting the artists but yeah. we're not mm. don't know why Always wanted to know why, and uh, you know, we last last Friday, uh, me and Jang went to see Peter Hook and the light. Peter Hook from New Order, Joy Division, yeah, at the Foundry, which is not a bad venue. And the re- I think the main reason why Peter Hook always wants to visit Sheffield is because of the electronic scene back in the eighties. The last question that I was going to ask, just um, a general one anyway, was your favourite artist. It's a tough one. Uh, they, they were both born on January the eighth. There was both. Let's uh, say they were born shall we? No, they were both <laughs> born. On, they were both born on January eighth. They're both on RCA Records, same label. The so, one I so, don't like. So it's David Bowie and Elvis Presley. My favorite artist, apart from David Bowie, is Dobe. Yeah, but they don't know Dobe. But that's why I need to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, I want yeah. To tell I... English people. 
Well, <laughs> if you come in our shop, we'll play some Doe. She bought me uh, uh, a record by Doe, and it's 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 fantastic. So what's that? Is that uh, is that <laughs> Chinese, Japanese, or Chinese? Yeah, and that's Chinese pop or Chinese electronic? It's not pop. It's, it's, it's not it's, electronic. It's, it's like a jazz fusion. It was like jazz fusion, all that kind of stuff. But now he's doing more traditional Chinese music. Thank you so much for this. Like, I know it's taken like some time out of your day, so I re- we no do really yeah, yeah, we yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Right, right. thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of That Sound. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and review our podcast wherever you're listening. To see some behind the scenes and keep up with the podcast, follow us on social media at That Sound Pod. Keep in touch and let us know what you're listening to.